Hello. Gerg Noslu here from the Bepretort. Safe for the recording industry, safe for the moral values of America, and safe for your listening pleasure. You can relax, America. We in the BH are safe for you. Let my home back in Omaha. See if I can make it out in the world. And I got as far as Wichita. Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore. Lost all my friends in Los Angeles. I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for Here we go once again Welcome to the Bep Report Episode 20 Martin, X Welcome Welcome to a tired mem group. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Craig. (laughs) Go ahead, explain why. So we just sat through a three-hour, almost exactly three-hour fantasy baseball draft. We were going to record during that show. We did for a little while, but that was a mistake. And you (laughs) can thank us all now for sparing you from that, because that was really not interesting. It was yeah, interesting, that was in fact and maybe the top mistake. three baseball fans in America. Right, it was mistake number one. Mistake number two was saying, no problem, if that doesn't work out, we'll just do a MEP report after five hours of talking about baseball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, that was yeah. mistake number two. And mistake number three is you listening right now. No, so no, no, that's not the mistake. You're complete a cycle. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> no, you guys are never the mistake. Uh, the mistake would be in assuming that uh, if you think we're going to be talking any baseball... Uh, we won't be. So we've used that up. So you can get our extended DVD super edition or whatever the hell it is, the gold edition box set, and you can find all of our information on that with the extra stuff. Yeah, just wait like six years for that to come out. Right. You the can super get it features. right away. So we do have uh, we do want to say a couple things uh, before before we get going here though. Uh, we actually have an aftermap from last week. Kevin, uh, our friend Kevin, writes us as part of the aftermap that uh, he takes me to task for not being aware of Ben Stein's borderline fascist politics. And what he said nobody mentioned was that Ben Stein had a cameo appearance on the movie Dave towards the end of the movie, the one that's Kevin Klein, where Kevin Klein plays the, uh, the oh, yeah, that, guy who looks exactly movie. like the president. So apparently the end, there's we're a walking, scene... We're walking, we're walking. Right, we're looking. So there's a scene where the evil chief of staff is about to declare his own candidacy for president, and at this party, you see Ben Stein. At the party, so Kevin wanted to point out to us that the that guy has made conservative appearances before. So I didn't he know. He allowed but himself to be characterized as evil. That almost yeah. makes him cool now. That's a problem. Yeah, exactly. That's and it true. confirms he, what story it's said. Self-evident. Yeah, because story said he was evil, and he was right. So. Evil, evil, <laughs> evil, <laughs> evil, evil. Yeah. So anyway, so that's our aftermath, and we want to remind everybody, if you want to be part of this, if you want to be part of this process that we call the MEP Report, don't forget to email us at russgregandyorstory at mepreport.com. So here this week, the, the Oakland Pick 6 Benstein lottery came up evil, 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 <laughs> and the supplementary number, evil. Thanks for playing. Yes, I win! I only had three evils, damn it. Oh, I lost to Benstein. So sad. 
Oh, Andy, goodness. you still here? Did Andy leave? Did Andy um, fall asleep? No, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm exhausted, guys. <laughs> Andy's Andy really tired. Andy be played by a sick version of himself today. In your exhaustion, uh, you sound so crystal clear and wonderful. It's a pleasure to hear you tonight. <laughs> oh, really? It's it's only because I'm um, using uh, Greg's old microphone. Which remember when we complained about Greg's old microphone? It was <laughs> that's a, a step upgrade for me. It's like I hate the terrorist country of Syria, it's but true. it's such a step up. Some from of Yemen. our audience don't, doesn't actually recognize you without the ping. I know it's true. Do you prefer Syria <laughs> fact, to uh, Yemen? I actually probably prefer Yemen. It's like Syria. an old pterodactyl fossil attached to somebody's head. That's what Greg's old microphone is. <laughs> He's like yelling into an old bleached bone. It's true. Femur. It's very cool. It actually glows exactly. when you put it to your head. Very neat. So, Russ, I hear tell it that... It um, by an African shaman. I, I hear tell that you actually have um, taken your J-Date activities to a new level, and you've actually gone on a J-Date. Is this true? Yeah. Shorty! i tell you what, guys. What, what? God, Shorty! God bless the MEP report, because if it weren't for actually getting to talk to you guys every week and having you hand me my lunch in the form of making fun of my life, then I would not have... <laughs> changed completely my strategy for J-Date. Specifically talking to Clea, and Clea being like, okay, really, you're, you're being an idiot. And she was right. I don't know what the heck I was thinking. Not only was I paying for this service, but I was acting like a schmuck, like hoping that people would click on my freaking profile and that's how I would get a date. You know, that's the equivalent of like, I'm in the phone book and therefore I'm advertising myself to the world. <laughs> or I the posted my resume on Monster.com. Wait, that's not therefore, true? the job offers are going to fl- start flying in. You know, I know I have a couple friends who think that's true. By the way, wait, that's disturbing. not true either. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, I got to take notes on it. My whole world is spinning right now. You can't be <laughs> serious. So I was like, selling yourself—that's just redundant. Um, <laughs> So I talked to, you know, Clea said what she said. Next and you're going to tell me that a million dollars won't just knock on my door. Please don't tell me that, because then I'll have nothing left. <laughs> the Ed McMahon. Do the Ed McMahon. So, yeah, so basically what I did was I went back. I changed my profile around from a silly, stupid profile to a somewhat normal profile. I changed my picture from an old, stupid picture to a somewhat normal picture. And lo and behold, the day after I changed my picture, I got, like, 15 page views, which was as many as I got in the last month, of like attractive women. It was like a freaking miracle. The downside is you ch- you changed it to George Clooney. Other than that, it was a great idea. <laughs> oh my Shut god, up. George Clooney! They're listening, you idiot. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. They're listening. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then, not only did I also do that, but I stopped waiting around for people to click on my thing and then like ask me out, which would never happen. So I started IMing cute girls that were online on Jada and being like, hey, and talk to them and see what happened. And, uh, you know, not surprisingly, this revolutionized the effectiveness of J-Date. All of a sudden, I had been talking to many people, and I actually went out on a date on Monday night. Now, okay, that's the good part, okay? That's the, the oh, this was going to work out part of the story. Here's the next Wait, part of the story. That was the good part? Not the date part? That was the good part. Everything that I just told you was just leading up to this situation. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Okay. You're going to have to start bleeping me out at this point in time. Gotcha. Perhaps repeatedly. Oh, I'm excited. What calls if not? Okay. okay. I'm excited. So, one of the girls that Take I, I am, who I, think, who I think is somewhat cute, is this girl. We start talking. Um, the first thing that I... Oh, in her profile, which I thought was really funny, was like the most important quality she was looking for was, quote-unquote, intellectual prowess. So I'm like... Clearly, I'm in with this girl. Here we go. I mean, if that's... So, 
I I start. Is that the her up is that the thing. usual way you you express intellectual prowess? You're like you want some intellect, rah, yeah. Right. rah, 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 rah. Yeah. <laughs> this is modest talking. You've heard of modest I'm Larry this Flint. Is modest dress. This is modest I'm Larry dress, Flint, and I've got intellect, rah, <laughs> um, rah, rah. Handicap parking intellectually. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. Why is Larry Flint here? <laughs> Jesus. Go away, Larry Flint. It just sounded like he should be here. Okay. So we start chatting, and the first thing that I pick up from her is, A, she's very, very bright and very sharp, and B, she has a extremely keen sense of sarcasm, which is good in the first ten minutes, but then when I realize that that's all there is, and the personality Uh-oh. is nothing but like heavy-handed sarcasm over and over again, then Uh-oh. I'm like, all right, this is like me when I've you know drank too much coffee and I'm trying to entertain people for the next three hours. This is, it's a little too much of the me that I don't like, and I'm getting it back at me, which is way too much of me. It's just me times me times me, which is no good. Very nice. So, but, <laughs> but then it is it's a mystery there. So I'm like, nobody can be on all the time. There clearly has to be a time when she lets up and she talks like a normal person, and then we can get along and we can hang out. And so over the course of the next four days, I talk to her every day since last Thursday up through this week. Every day we would talk online, on the phone, a few hours here and there. And so I figure, A, you know, she really likes me, obviously. I'm not, like, harassing this woman. She obviously is, like, welcome to talk to me the whole time. Right, clearly. And B, you know, maybe there's some signal, some sense that things might be letting up a little bit. She can be a normal person and not have to be, like, super sarcastic jokey mode all the time. Like, I'll give you an example. When I first told her what my full actual name was, that what the Rust GB stands for, she was like, well, good luck finding a wife to marry you and take that name. And I was like, wow. Nice. Nice wow, work. that's oh. not holding back. No, not at all. No. And this is the quintessential sarcastic personality, which is, to be funny, you can say something mean, like, right off the bat and be completely honest about about what you think about it. But if you're going to say something nice, you never say it. You just hold it back because there's nothing sarcastic about it. Because, yeah, you have really pretty eyes. What do you think about that? No, no one would ever say that. <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense. This is, this is the sarcastic person <laughs> lesson, you know. <laughs> you are the light of my life. Right. What? So, <laughs> exactly. Well, so only, only the sarcastic man who can only be sarcastic would say that. Do you guys ever see that? Right. Especially? Russ, I'm getting kind of bored. Just, did you, did you... Please fast forward 15 minutes to find out the answer question. Um, so, but yeah, that's part of the sarcasm. It's just like a big defense mechanism, a big shield. He didn't you use it say you have no. Like, has, <laughs> exactly. No, obviously that's some the shield. Huge, <laughs> huge insecurities, and therefore she can be really mean, and it's cute and funny, but to be nice is impossible because that's like vulnerability if you're being nice. And I was like, all right, I'm waiting for the night. Like, she's got huge, and then there's insecurities. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's wrong with her? She's beautiful. She's got huge tracks of land. land. Insecurity. <laughs> so wait a minute. So did you just give um, us an incredibly large <laughs> rationalization to explain that you're like, well, the thing is, it really she's mean as all hell. But see, if she tried to be nice, her personality wouldn't allow it, and she would break down and fall into a pile of goo. Like, is that what you basically just said? I want to make sure I'm clear on that. I thought you had a... That's a very good understanding of what I just said. I don't know what your okay. problem is. Right, sorry. My bad. Okay, so you determine okay. that she's mean, but she's got reasons to do so, so again, mostly because she's got huge tracks of like, land. On you go. Basically, so to sum, to sum up up to this point, I think she's cute, obviously very smart, which is something I'm very attracted to. 
the personality is pissing me off already, but I'm tolerating it, <laughs> hoping for some alternate balancing level of personality. Okay? Okay. Fine. Great. So I decided to take her out to dinner. So I call her up, and I'm like, she's at work, and I, we were IMing and talking every day, and I'm like, I'm going to take you out to dinner. Great. So I go over her place. She opens the door. She doesn't look anything like her picture, first of all, which pissed me off because I was like, where's the cute girl from the picture? I didn't actually what did she say look that. Like? I was thinking that. <laughs> you should have asked that. What? That would have been got the date off to a roaring start. You're like, no, <laughs> yeah, I have like, your friend, the one in the picture. <laughs> I'll Not show you some the one sarcasm. You live with. Please put away the scallion pancake. Where's the person that I like? <laughs> Wait, so what, what does she look wow. like, actually? I'm obviously not going to be too specific because, you know, I don't want to be really mean about things, but in the picture she's wearing glasses on J-Date, and I, I think that she's really cute, but then she's not wearing the glasses, and it turns out that the glasses somehow, like, balance out her features really well to the point <laughs> that you would want her to be wearing glasses. <laughs> Wait, so your complaint is that she was not wearing her glasses on the date. That's your complaint. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Why don't you just tell her to put her glasses I mean, on? <laughs> Say, come on, baby. Let me she see those glasses. Like she was okay. just you should have been like, let's do some reading. In the picture. In, exactly. In the come on, baby. Four eyes and two. In the dark. No, she was like, oh, that's I, right. I realize this is now. I like it. This is really mean, and I'm starting to feel bad, except for what I'm about to tell you, which makes me feel less bad. Okay. So fine. It's so gonna I'm get not, better. Like, particularly attracted to her, but like, I know that she's really nice, and you know. Maybe at some point she'll put on her glasses later and everything will be okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to slip into something a little more visible? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you keep, he keeps dropping hints. He's like, so. you know, I like TV shows like 2020. How do you like them? Hmm? <laughs> Aren't your contacts hurting you? Don't you feel like they're irritating <laughs> at all? Um, oh, don't make a spectacle of yourself. So Come on. Yet continues so we go out to dinner it wasn't the most dynamic thing ever because a i was not like glasses on. this girl but it was <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah so the conversation was nice and we'd already knew that we could get along so we'd been talking for five days so that wasn't a problem but there was no spark i mean that was clear there was not like oh my god the best first date ever which incidentally may have been my first adult first date. I don't ever remember the first time I've ever seen a girl going out on a date with her. It's always been I've known her and we've hung out and then we'll go on dates later on. So right. this may have been the first first date I've ever been on as far as I can tell. Okay. Which is interesting. That's quite something. Yeah. I I mean, I can't really think of any other Rest situation where I'm like years meeting old. someone and we're going on a, a first date. It's just weird. Especially to me. without glasses. Dating is, so fine. Whatever. That really affects everything. Yeah. Oh, maybe I, that's the problem. I wasn't wearing glasses in the other one, so I didn't know they were first Neither date. Neither was she. I just so, thought yeah. that I was, you know at a shooting gallery or something. What do I, right. So she drops this gem over the course of dinner. Oh, I'm going to have to give you a little background for this. At one point when we were talking in the week before, she had basically invited me over to smoke with her, not tobacco. But, you the know, report does not condone this kind of behavior. Hesitant. We're just kidding. We're making this up. Thank right. you. FCC, move on. I was a little hesitant. You. All right, great. Fantastic. The FCC doesn't regulate podcasts, but that's, that's fine. Um, not yet. I was hesitant because... <sighs> The thing is about this substance that is not tobacco is that it can affect my behavior Water, and not right? in such an, Water? Like, <laughs> an ONDCP type way that you would expect Lettuce. where they're like, I'm going to go psycho and start stabbing people in the leg. It's more like I will get hugely introspective and start thinking about the wall for the next three hours and not realize that three hours have gone by. <laughs> and this is not the first impression that I want to make, you know, meeting somebody and then just being like weird introspective guy who's like head inside of his shirt for three hours. So <laughs> but this that's was not a good are, idea. Man. 
Yeah, that is who you are. Just you're not on the map report. You try to it every week on this report, but I know that's you live in a shirt. Reality. You're that's you're head and shirt guy. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I mean, for a second or third meeting, once you already know who I am, basically, that's fine. We can do that. But as a first meeting, it's probably a bad idea because I just I don't want there to be the chance that I'm super weird guy, which is a possibility, though not a given. So anyway, we get to talking about this, and she's like or like a, a neat freak, and so she was like cleaning her pipe. But she couldn't clean the inside of the pipe. And I was like, why don't you get a pipe cleaner? And she's like, what? I'm like, a pipe cleaner. She's my those art project things. I'm like, yes, a pipe cleaner. What do you think it's actually for? It's for cleaning pipes. She's like, wow, that's amazing, pipe cleaner. So anyway, we had this little exchange. At some point, she started, like, obsessing over pipe cleaners and, like, asking her friends if they get pipe cleaners and looking on the Internet for pipe cleaners. And so well, at some point like, during I'll dinner... Clean your pipe. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. See that? Yeah, that. <laughs> Where w- except, why did it come from Story? Andy, did you like send your brain to take Story over? What the hell's up with that? Uh, I think all of Andy's power his resides in the, uh, the broken <laughs> yeah. Captain Ping microphone. I know, it's the erotic <laughs> power of the microphone is gone. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. On you go. So you're talking about pipe cleaners, right? Um, this is a great start, so by the way. During dinner, she drops this gem. She goes, You know, if you had brought me pipe cleaners when you came to the door, I would have married you. Which you is, can she's dissect this in any number of ways, Pause. right? That's just strange. Pause. Right, just, okay. There are many joking. levels to this statement. And as a person who analyzes these things, right, obviously she's using her sarcastic tone, whatever, that's obvious. But whenever you use this, there's there always an element of truth in what you're saying. Exactly. Yes. Now, yes. let me give you a few hypothetical examples. <laughs> a, you have a woman going out with the physical equivalent of Steve Buscemi. Okay. <laughs> He's not famous. He's not an actor. He just looks like Steve Buscemi. Would, under any circumstances, a woman who is not attracted to this guy ever drop any sarcastic line about marrying him ever? No, Absolutely I would. Not. I would say no, but that not. assumes no. that you're Steve Buscemi. What no, if you were? I'm assuming. I'm just saying hypothetically, if she's not attracted to the guy at no, all, I know exactly where you're going ever, with this, and you're right. Ever make a joke about? I'm going to marry you if this and this. Because no, at that's worst, you're giving the guy like hopefulness, right? You. Of course. Exactly. Or she's sadistic. Uh, that there is some of course. Yes, you're reading this entirely right. That's fine. Okay, good. I just want to make okay. that crystal clear. Yeah, and absolutely. Over the, I'm like, you know, on the phone, she would drop little, and everything's sarcastic, so nothing's ever straight out. But again, they have little hints of truth. Like, she would make fun of me because I would call her all the time, and I'd be like, well, you're accepting the calls. You're not, like, telling me to go away, so I'm assuming it's okay. And she's like, you like me. You want me to have all your babies, blah, blah, blah. And so... <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is a little bit... All right. I'm starting to see the idea. Yeah. I mean, and she repeated that again, as if to, like, drive the point home. I really want her to have all my babies. I'm like, great. You're really funny. Thanks. But again, it's a little disturbing. She's like, like but the, I also the, want you to think about babies and me. Exactly. And pipe cleaners. And how that right. happens. <laughs> right. So all the signs are there that, like, at least she likes me a little bit because no person in their right mind would hint at marriage for someone that they hate and are loathed right. by. The and problem they, is... It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't but the make problem any sense. is that this girl is not attractive to you, especially because she doesn't have glasses on. So you've already... You're in deep trouble here. <laughs> this is the point, right? She likes pipe cleaners I'm not and, her because of glasses? and not glasses. What if you had her make pipe cleaner glasses? You know, you did that when you were a kid. You actually make them into the shape of glasses, and then oh, that, yeah. that would have been a possibility. That's totally the yeah. compromise where everyone then wins. we would yeah. have eloped to Vegas, and we would have got married on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> clearly that would have happened. Okay, great. Okay. Right. With the pipe cleaner glasses. On we go. Okay, so 
the date goes on. Nothing happens. It's nice. We laugh. We hang out. Again, no major sparks because I wasn't particularly attracted to her. And the other reason that I wasn't flirting with her was because part of her sarcastic uber defense shield was being like, originally what I was saying, maybe like she, you know, she would... plan to be a deterrent to nuclear weapons? Yeah, except that he doesn't know what irony is, so that was part of that problem. Right, exactly. Right. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> so, the nuclear Their story field, overestimating yeah. right. our president's intelligence again. Oh, that crazy Clayton. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a theme <laughs> yeah. of the MEP report, all right. Right, okay. <laughs> Big time. And, oh, the date goes on, everything's fine. No real spark, but I made her laugh a lot of times, and we seem to have a fine time, and we go home. And I drop her off. Oh, oh, what I was going to mention, the other thing, was that she had mentioned before when we were talking about having dinner at her house instead of going out, she was like, well, no, rule number one when you're dating is that you don't invite a guy over to your house because he thinks it's like an open invitation to make out. So from this sarcastic comment, I derived, okay, she doesn't want me to be too forward. I'm going to be a gentleman and not going to sure. try to make out with her the first date because that's right. clearly what she's trying to express to me there, right? Wait, though, she's also trying to express to you that she might be interested in making <laughs> out with you at some point if you had a pipe cleaner. Right? right. Make sure I'm on this. Yeah, I was thinking about right. that too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Greg that is clearly like six levels out. ahead of me on Thank sarcasm you. interpretation because <laughs> you're coming up with some crazy shit over there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not there yet. Okay. But yeah, I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm gonna be nice. I'm not gonna be too forward because clearly that's. She basically even told me that all these other J date guys she went out with were just way too forward and gropey and disgusting. And I'm like, well, that's not my personality anyway. That's not gonna be a problem. I said this to myself. So we go out on the date. I'm, <laughs> right. you know, right. I'm trying not to be too forward because I don't want to make her uncomfortable. But at the same token, it's very nice and we're laughing and blah. Okay, great. Date's over. I go home. I didn't even try to kiss her. I was just like, okay, it was fun. I'll see you, you know, another time. I'll be in touch. And that was it. <laughs> I, I am her today. And I was like, how's it going? Wait, when was the date? Blah, blah. The date was Monday Last night. night. Today is Monday. Okay. <laughs> okay right. So, so 48 yeah, hours. Not quite. Just close. 48 hours. I, I am her today. Okay. I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's like, good. She's at work. And I'm like, you want to do something this weekend? And she's like, eh, maybe I'm kind of busy. I don't know. And I'm like, well, don't sound overly excited about it. Jeez. And then she pauses and she goes into this long diatribe about how there was no chemistry and that she doesn't think that we should go out. I mean, she would be okay being friends, but she doesn't want to go out anymore. And I'm like, what? That makes no sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> and here's why it makes no sense. A, the marriage comment. You would never use that against someone you weren't at least somewhat attracted to. Okay? Okay. B, Agreed. all of the warnings and the sarcastic shield and there was no chemistry. But you know what the most frustrating part of all of it is? was that I agreed that there was no chemistry. I didn't think there was any chemistry, but I was willing to go out again. Did you see what happened? Did you see what her stupid sarcasm defense shield, which never happened yet, but might happen later on? But then she was cutting it off for no reason when she clearly liked me, and it makes no sense. So, as I understand this, if you so had cut her me. off, you would have been fine. Right? If you had cut her off, it would have been all set. The fact that she cut you off is the thing that frustrates you. Did you... I think that's what happened. There's no bang. She's like, there's no like, chemistry. Then. You know me. This is the this is the audio rage guy, right? This is like the, what? What do you mean you don't want to go out with me again? Right. I'll kill your family. Blah, right, of blah, course. You know. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Did you say that? That would have been awesome. <laughs> that, would, that would be great. No, I came up with that just later kidding, on. Just kidding, Shorty. Just, just kidding. It wasn't Shorty. It was some other girl. It wasn't Shorty anyway. Okay.
So, like, yeah, I agree. There was no chemistry. But she clearly liked me and then somehow decided based on one somewhat mediocre but not crappy. Like, it wasn't awkward. There was nothing awkward about it. Nothing horrible happened on the date. But she decided that there's no chemistry when she specifically was, like, destroying any potential for chemistry by, A, having a super gigantic shield of sarcasm up where she would never be genuine with me for one minute, and then, B, making hints that she liked me when she obviously didn't, which makes no sense at all, like, several times over the course of four days. It, it just it, it, it makes no sense. Like, I was the one who liked her less, and I was still willing to go out another date just to see if her personality would be, you know, would improve over the course of the next date. But you don't just stop it after one date really when nothing bad has happened. Exactly. Yeah, well, you know, maybe eventually if you hang out with somebody long enough, they have to take out their contact lenses. So that was definitely, you know, an <laughs> can inevitability I ask, though, as far as I was concerned. But, I mean, can I ask, though, okay, so so I, I follow all of this, this logic for the most part, but it sounds to me like basically yeah. one of those, you misread one of the sarcasm shields. Like, at one of those points, you should have been like, well, and then you should have made some sarcastic comment back, like, to have my babies, you'd have to put your glasses on, <laughs> or something like that, you know what I mean, to, like, to like counter <laughs> what she was saying. Or you should have been totally sincere about those. That's how you get chemistry. You should have been like, yeah, I'll have your babies right now. What you got? You know, or, <laughs> right. yeah, let's do it. You I'm know, all about okay, babies. That oh, Married? Let me, I'll come back with pipe cleaner, and then we'll get married. Vegas, yeah. okay? You, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's almost like, like t- exactly, call their bluff, you know, because it sounds to me like she threw out some feelers, and you basically took the feelers, bashed them in half, and threw them over the cliff. I just feel like, what? you know, she's been telling me how she's, like, not a happy person and depressed all the time. I feel like she felt like it was her job to, like, sabotage what was going on. And if the most amazing date of her life didn't happen, then she decides there's no chemistry. When she specifically set it up so that there was no way there would be the date of her life, because I was already trying to be overly polite and not make her feel uncomfortable, and I was waiting for the sarcasm shield to drop so that, you know, I wasn't being overly entertaining either, because I was, like, not trying to inspire her sarcasm with my sarcasm. I was trying to take it down a notch and be like, let's just hang out for a second. Let's not be crazy funny people for a second. Could, but couldn't, you have bashed, couldn't you have bashed through her sarcasm understand. shield with pure humor? Like, countered her sarcasm with pure humor, Missile? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, and the great part was after the conversation where she told me that, and I was determined to get more information out of her just for, like, educational purposes. I was like, okay, did I do something wrong? Was there something I did that made you feel uncomfortable? She was like, no, there's just no chemistry. Are you not attracted to me? No, there's just no chemistry. I'm like, you realize that there's no chemistry is code language for I am not attracted to you. That's what you say. It was nice. It was funny. I laughed. I had a great time. There's no chemistry, i.e., I'm not attracted to you. And that would be fine because I wasn't particularly attracted to her. And it, every, the, everything that she said was true from my perspective, but from her perspective, it makes no sense. Am, am I making any sense? Um, sort of. But only from your perspective. From my You're making perspective, very little sense. <laughs> a little. You're making a little sense. I mean, but a little. A little well, sense. There's some sense there. It's just not very much. See, yeah. The problem was, I mean, she made a true statement about there being no chemistry, but I basically think that she set up the situation to fail and then cut it off before it could ever potentially turn into anything else. So that was, that was fun. That's J-Date, baby. That's, that's what you get. You go on weird things and crazy people tell you things and then switch around the next minute and you don't know what happened. She didn't want to... I didn't even offer, man. I didn't even ask. That wasn't even on the table. That would have been chemistry, man. But can I just say, though... That would have been chemistry. There's no chemistry. You didn't whip it out, dude. 
giant flying beaver is going to be working <laughs> overtime. So I don't understand. I mean, on on the one hand, though, it sounds like what you're basically saying is you said she was really smart. She picked up on what you picked up on, which is that there's no chemistry. And so the only thing that's frustrating is you expected her to be so smart <laughs> that she could see that you were deliberately being non-funny so as to not break down her sarcasm shield so that as to not make her feel as if you were one of the gropey guys that were the – like, isn't this thinking about 450 degrees ahead? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would she think yeah, anything other than that? Yeah, but then there's just the simpler level. The simpler didn't level happen, is did how it, can you possibly... It all happened in your head, didn't it? You just got it, an email back from her, and you played this all out in your head. And you're like, <laughs> nah, that doesn't work. And then you got really worked up about it, because you were so far into it that you were like, man, that upsets right. me. But really, there's just one email in your inbox. And it's like, <laughs> Greg, you want to go out on a date and make some babies? <laughs> No, Greg, you've done an excellent job of summarizing the complex level of what I'm getting across about what happened. The simple level is she rejected me when I had already rejected her before, and that can't happen because I'm Odeo Rage Man and nobody rejects me ever because I'm the best guy in Jade 8. Best so, guy. So LA Jade 8? Not even close. So then, so then like, the way to... You got a date with the best guy in LA Jade 8, and you're just not Again, turning it off after one date? If you're looking for someone modest, please date Rusty <laughs> I TV don't, seriously. <laughs> The way to counter this craziness is to attack back with the only thing you can, which is, you're right, pause, would you marry me, dot, dot, dot. That's the only way to counter it. Just fight her yeah. back with full sincerity. But that would be a problem, because I don't want to do that. I just wanted to explore the friendship and see what happens. The question and is, maybe, see, it was also what are you willing to sacrifice? The difference in belief systems. <laughs> the difference in belief systems, yeah. How about a small pony? I will <laughs> sacrifice a small pony made of pipe cleaners. Um, <laughs> what? The difference in philosophy was, I believe that chemistry can be something that develops. Yeah, there's mutual attraction is something you pick up immediately, but as far as whether you're going to get along with someone is something you determine over a longer period of time and not mm -hmm. necessarily you come up with immediately. For her, and, and what made more sense was, look, we had these great conversations on IM over and over and over again. Then the first phone conversation was weird because you're not used to the person's phone personality, you're used to their internet personality, right? Then the next phone conversation was great because we're used to it and we've adapted and the phone conversation was great. Ergo, the first in-person date is going to be a little weird because you're already used to the person's phone personality and you're used to their internet personality, but you're not used to their in-person personality. So then you try it again and it's going to be better. But she just like cut it off before any of it happened. And that's what pissed me off because I know that just like every other woman that spends enough time with me, they fall in love with me and that's the end of it and that's what happens every time. Modest Russ. You can well. find him at... Russ, and I, Russ, have I ever told you that you and I are just about identical? Has that ever come <laughs> up? It really cracks me up sometimes. The conviction uh, about that last statement that, ev you know, every girl eventually will come around and end up... Yeah, that's... It's so true, man. That's true for you, too. So Ladies and gentlemen, but it's just story getting, Clayton it's in just my brain. It's getting to the point of doing that. And exactly. you know it. I mean, that's the problem exactly. is you know with conviction, with enough experience, that it's definitely going to happen. We just seem like the most arrogant bunch of guys around now. Yep. If anybody and listening I mean, to yeah, us, others, sure an ounce of modesty, it's, it was <laughs> gone at the moment with stories like, we're just alike, Russ, in that, we both think everybody loves us. <laughs> no, it's not that. No, 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 no. But sure, sure absolutely but not. not. So Andy and I take, have to counter. Take about <laughs> Andy months, and I suck. We're lucky that are. our girlfriends and, and wives yes. like us. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what your guys' experience has been. This may or may not register with your experience or any of our listeners. 
But Russ and I, this is true, you know? No, this no, I think most <laughs> listeners will find that they true. agree that every girl in the world would fall in love with them eventually. I think that's a pretty common no, Including the girls. And, uh, they would also no, think that. Clearly, when you're with someone... The part where you explain all this inner stuff never happens. And this, in fact, this is a very rare moment Thank that anyone God. would ever talk about these feelings in public or record it, which is fine by me, because <laughs> I'm not a sarcasm shield, man. I'm an open book. But it's really true. And, like, whenever women list the qualities on any of these sites that they're looking for for a man, I'm like, I'm 97% of those. Maybe I'm not, like, really tall, but that's about it. Like, everything else, yep, 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 yep. Clearly, clearly I'm who you're looking for because I am all of these encapsulated. Guys are too funny. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't go this far. This is just pretty amazing. I can't come with you all the way. This is great. This is like, I don't even know what to call this. It's the Ego Report. Welcome to the Ego yes. Report, episode the hubris 20. Report. I am Hubris Guberman. Bris, man. I, I, want, I almost um, want to post something just so I can see if Russ can fit this one. I want a man who can shoot lightning bolts. Yep, got that covered. Was able to do lightning bolts five years ago. You got light- something crazier Zeus, than that? Yes. Come on, I'm Zeus. Let's go. <laughs> no, I do. I really do have a sincere... And this is also... Remember when Cleo was telling me how Jade 8 would be difficult because I come off better in person and much less so uh, in like this I don't anonymous she... internet forum. <laughs> and no, I'm not saying Clea thinks I'm perfect. I'm saying that <laughs> the idea there is, yeah, you need to spend more time with me in person before you'll get the full sense of my personality. And, you know, that's not something that's going to come off on like an internet profile. And so I agree. And I, I am amazed that having begun to spend time with me, somebody would stop. Why would you do that? <laughs> Outrageous! <laughs> That's just silly. You're spending time with me and you stop. Please explain the rationale. I, <laughs> well, why, I mean, why did you tell her this? That's like, really all this is about. Are you out of your mind? You don't want to spend time with me? Hmm? <laughs> exactly. She might have thought you're being sarcastic and I'm the greatest man dating. in the world. Are you insane? You clearly have, have you to send her, send her the link to this map report. She'll be all over this, I'm sure. Because you, you have the kill point counterpoint. You just won the J-Date Powerball, and you're giving it back. You're not even giving it to charity. You're giving it back to the stupid lottery commission. What is wrong with you? Do you oh hate my. yourself? Okay, Russ has compared so himself to, to every man, a lottery ball, a lo- Powerball. Did we miss anything? A pipe cleaner? My ulterior motive in doing this was, you remember how I never wanted to meet MEP Report fans that were interested in dating me? I think I've succeeded in uh, explaining that as well. The I know, exactly. Yeah, there's two birds really no now. Yeah, exactly. Two and if there was a chance baby. of it, we can just play them the uh, fantasy baseball report that we recorded earlier. <laughs> exactly. <on the> <laughs> and then they'll really <laughs> be on that. So, I want to change... <laughs> so, if I, if I could change topics from Russ for a moment to um, someone who would be connected to no, J-Date peripherally. Change like topics that. from me? Are you mad? That's How can you change topics Why from me? Why would anyone ever change st- topics? <laughs> You'll never want to talk with anybody else. I'm I mean, sorry. come on. My bad. <laughs> There's no one else worth talking to. <laughs> Greg, at first I wasn't interested in talking about Russ, but now I just can't resist That's why we have to break Russ. away from his spell. <laughs> we have to break away now. <laughs> Get out. Get out while you still can. I mean, I wasn't really that interested before. I was kind of half listening and looking at, you know, sports scores. But the more I heard him, 
the more I realize that he's the only one I want to listen to, in fact. <laughs> See, here's the thing that makes it a little See? less hubristic, if I can just pose this, because Russ clearly thinks this, because I think it... Story, I'm so, not very you know, interested I'm just in you. I'd really rather no, hear no. Russ right now. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm gonna plow through Actually, that anyway. You're starting to sound uh, more and more interesting too, Story. Oh wait! I'm really confused. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, the other half of it is the complete conviction that no one will want to start hanging out with you or start spending time with you or start seeing you. That it will only come after a good deal of time has been spent. You guys are and finished. That's, that's how you thing. feel, that's Russ? Part of it if, do not. you agree with this part, Russ? Do you agree with this part that nobody wants to start hanging out with you? Because that, really that would battle. explain your date a lot, right? To start. Well, it explains a lot of my life, really, which is that a woman... stay with you long enough. Upon an exactly. instantaneous, you like, to make cursory stay. glance, a woman would be much less likely to be in love with me than she would be if she spent, you know, a few months with me. Absolutely. A few yeah, months? Of course I believe that. <laughs> That's the whole theory. <laughs> yes. Before we get started, I recognize no, no, you may not find me attractive. Like... Just hang out for three months and maybe we will. <laughs> story made it oh, I know like that... it was that they would actually yeah, no, not Andy. be interested, actively not interested, not just, like, not oh, yeah. in love with you. Well, oh, on the fence. I've always been up on to believe fence. Very that, unsure. Like... My sixth impression is, like, far better than my first impression. I always think that that's true. Okay, so clearly we need to find out, if, if any of you out there listening have think that Russ, on your 15th impression of him, is better than when you first heard him, please let us know at the MEP report. I mean, I don't know, I, course, I understand. Yeah, if you listen through to the MEP reports, you'll all of a sudden be disgusted with me on number 20. And I know. The 20th impression, You're like, I really like it. The sixth oh. impression, I think, was still pretty good. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty funny. I no, I totally agree with the story. Absolutely. I think I think people yeah. like me on on like odd impressions. Like I think the first one's good, second one's pretty awful, but third is good. And it's kind of you know up and down. Like <laughs> I like him. I hate him. I like him. I hate him. Completely serious, sadly. That's pretty you funny. But I mean, I think every time I every time I realize someone's starting to like me, I just think it would be fun to to really piss them off. And you know. Oh, that's actually true. Andy's now being honest. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, I just or I just do something so weird just to see how far I can push it. But then as soon as they, you know, they stop liking me, you got to reel them back in. You know, so you act kind of normal and nice for a while, and then you just do something outrageous. I'm sure other people have done this before. I don't always do this, but you know, you kind of want to push a relationship, see how far somebody mm -hmm. will let it go. Actually, this sounds like and every woman I ever time, dated part of Leah. Get rid of the reel them back every in. Every relationship that I've talked about on the show in the past, which is like, we hung out on the team for a year, we were friends, and then they fell in love with me. Or we were hanging out, doing this, we were friends, and then they fell, you know, this is the pattern. This is how it works. I, I'm very clear about that. So doing internet actually, first is, is, some, is a big handicap for me. I actually know, I, can, I have a perfect example of this, actually. I, I met somebody once, and this all happened in the course of one night. It's amazing. I met somebody, and it was one of my first few days of college, uh, we were all hanging out together, and then I kind of broke off from the group with this girl, and we were talking. And we, we, we found out we had a lot in common, and I could tell we were really starting to click. Oh, God. And she's like, okay, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. It's going a bad way. And I, and I just, I don't know, I had this irresistible urge, and I said, no, please, please, just keep staying, keep talking to me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Clea, uh, Clea's yelling and, that and she hates she this does, story. This and is we, a terrible story. This is a terrible story. She does. She does stay with me, and we talk. <laughs> we talk even story. more, and and, she, and we're really starting to click now. And she's like, story. okay, and when I really control? I, 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 I right. didn't know. She said, I, 
I just need to I go to the I bathroom. <laughs> and, I, and I said, I said, no, please. I'm just having such a good time now. Can we just keep talking? Oh, and she's like, okay, okay. So we talked for about another 20 minutes, and she's like, okay, I really have to go now. And I and I said, well, I just I have to tell you, it's just really important to me if you would stay with me right oh now. Oh my god. And she she looks a little confused, but but she's willing, and, and she says, okay, okay. About 10 minutes later, and then the time periods go down. First, she waited like 45 minutes, oh. then it was 30, then it was 20. Now this it's 10 minutes later. Story. Like, okay, I really have to go now. And I'm really looking sincere at her, sincerely at her, and I say, it's just that there's something, there's something that's happened to me before that I, 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 don't, I don't know if we could talk about it now, but it's really important that, that if you would just stay with me now, it's really important to me. And she says, okay, okay. So and she lasts another maybe wrong. seven or eight minutes. And she finally says, okay, I, just, I, I really have to go now. I really have to go. And I say, all right, I guess so. And I look really sad. She goes, oh, would it, would it really be upsetting for you if I went? And then I just laughed. I just couldn't help it. I just couldn't contain myself any longer. And I laughed right in her face. And she was really, really angry when she realized the whole time. Wait, why was, why was no that? Shit. I, don't, I don't understand. Because I just couldn't help it. I laughed so hard. But then she was really upset. She's like, you mean this whole time? You, did, I, you mean really I could have? It, 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 and, and, and I said, no, but don't you see how funny it is? And at first she's like, no, I think it's horrible. But within 15 minutes, she was seeing how funny it was, and she really was into me again. It's because... <laughs> Your wife's attacking me, Greg. You're attacking oh. me because she thought it was funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's, it's awful. It, is, it, it was funny, I think. <laughs> Anyhow. It's relatively the thing funny, is, but also awful. That was awesome. It was really awful. Leah entered the map report with the right cross. She was like... <laughs> <laughs> Within 20 minutes, within 20 minutes, she was, she was, we were really having a great time again. Had she gone and, yet um, at this point? You know, had she gone to the bathroom? I let her go. I let oh her go God. at some point. I did. This I is ridiculous. At her. I laughed at her, but then I, I said, you should go to the bathroom now, really. Oh, my God. So, and I bet it was so good for her to go at that point. It, maybe she even realized how great it was I, after she'd waited so long. It must have been a really good <laughs> pee. Okay, story. I gave her a kind of joy that she may not have ever experienced. So before. it's my turn. So when I was a kid, well, I, I murdered some guy. And I, when I was a kid, I hurt. So, I murdered <laughs> exactly. some guy in cold blood. So now you can all hate me too. Okay, we all set. All good. 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 Yeah. Hey, oh good my job. god. The no, only problem I, is that I, I, of all of us, no. I'm the only one who just made that up. All the rest of you have been exactly serious this whole time. Wait, that's not true. I mean, Greg? Is it that bad? No. Is it really not as far that as you bad? know. Never mention this again. There's no. Is it Greg, There's no jury of my peers that would ever convict me, because they'll fall in love with me over the course of the trial. <laughs> I'm invincible. See, there you go. <laughs> oh my god. You people are weird. In my defense, in my defense, I was younger and far less... Uh, no, I would have done it now, too. But, but, but I, I was like, younger. who are you kidding? Come on. Give me a break. The MEP seal of approval goes to none of you. None of you receive the MEP seal of approval. And if this... If this girl by chance is listening now, I doubt, I doubt she is, but if she is, uh, you know, I hope she'll drop me a line and let me know if, you know, she's still upset with me about this. Regularity. Have you ever brought this up to your girlfriend, Andy? Your, t your current girlfriend? Um, I believe I've told the story. I believe so. And did she think it was funny? I believe I've told the story. I think so. Probably in the same way that you guys, I mean, you guys were laughing, so hey. You know, I think everybody in the world thinks that I'm 
very funny. Uh, once they get to know me after a few weeks, it's hard for people not to think that I'm one of the funniest people in the world. <laughs> um, as long as they've known me for a few I think at first they think that I'm not very funny at all. But, but after a few weeks, they realize that I'm pretty much the funniest person in the world. In fact, most of my girlfriends just stop watching TV and movies altogether because it's pointless. Compared to spending time with me. <laughs> Man. Ladies and gentlemen, they've just all welcome just, just given up on any forms of entertainment besides me. To Ego. Playing the role of Id will be Russ. Playing the role of Ego will be Story. Playing the role of Super Ego will be Andy. Where do you go? I got Super Ego? Andy is awesome. no one's Super Ego. Don't be, don't be kidding yourself. Are you serious? Super I Ego is I, like where it's the moral designated driver. Helps. Yeah. I'm very moral. I'm very moral. No, if you have a defective superego, no, my point is, my point is the MEP report, if uh, you're the superego, that shows you the state of the MEP report. That's my point. (laughs) Clearly Greg is the superego of the MEP report. There's no question about that. Oh, great. Wonderful. And for the one guy... He keeps us to time. (laughs) He does. He's clearly our straight man. He is... Frylock, See, the Arshake, and Meatwad. That, that to me and is Carl, like, that's the, that's the most know, damning Carl thing I can think of. Everyone's like, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, I do this comedy <laughs> show. And they're like, really, what's your role? And according to you guys, it's like, well, I'm the guy who, I'm the backboard. They throw a tennis ball and I bounce it back. That's my job. Hello, I'm a backboard. <laughs> oh. so like, I have no sense of humor. I simply say straight things. I say, I'm the one who says, who's there to the knock-knock joke? That's Greg's role. I'm, I'm the knock-knock responder. I... Well, Greg, maybe if you spent some more time trying to make a girl hold her pee for a few <laughs> hours, you'd have something to say, and it would be funny. Sure, you got to work on it. I know, it's like that th- story. It's an acquired skill. It's, a, it's not something you're born with. And guys, it takes years looked, and years of practice. She looked so cute while she was holding it. I mean, it was sort of oh addictive God. to watch her okay. know how God. badly Whoa. she had Thank you. That's a whole other show. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Come again. This is where we find out <laughs> that Andy is on his way to becoming a dictator. But like <laughs> yeah. in 20 so years, they'll dig this up as the basement tapes of like, you'll be like, it was so addictive to watch this person suffer. It was so great. <laughs> we knew it was going to happen. Like, For those way. of you who would like to learn more, Please go to www.ppdance.org slash videos. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Do you have any idea where you're sending people? So, uh... Hey, you're that the one who exist. said that we were on really ratemyass.com when we weren't. So, speaking of that, yeah, I was looking the other day. Have you guys heard of this Hasidic... <laughs> speaking of that, Have you buddy. heard of this Hasidic Jewish rapper? Modest Yahoo? <laughs> the Hasidic Jewish re- reggae guy? Ugh. Have you heard of him? I'd never heard of this guy. No, is he on J-Date, though? Uh, well, that's what I was... Yeah, he I probably was, gets more play than I do on J-Date. I, <laughs> I was looking on this thing, and I came up with this guy... Well, people don't need to get to know him. So he's a Hasidic Jewish <laughs> no. rapper. Oh, he's a rapper. Apparently. He's Hasidic. What more is there you need to know? But he's been signed by, like, Sony Records, apparently. Date him he's right legit. Away. Or semi-legit. Have you heard of this yeah. guy? No. I haven't. I haven't either. He was born... Well, that really killed I, that topic of yeah. conversation, didn't it? None of us have heard it. wrong with you, backboard. <laughs> He's born uh, June 30th... Know your role. June 30th, 1979. <laughs> hey! What are you trying to say, know my role? <laughs> Shut the hell oh, up! Oh, this has been laughing maniacally here. one of the I'm, most self-revelatory episodes I can ever imagine there ever being. I am not this just a straight man. I make jokes Everyone's that like, people occasionally laugh at. Everyone... Everyone in this episode has been like, I am this. Well, I am this. Well, really, in my heart, I am a backboard. Well, really, in my heart, I am an evil, <laughs> egotistical bastard. Well, really, in my heart, I just like to watch people squirm and suffer. <laughs> Fantastic. Wait a minute. Pretty much. 
Now you know. Wait a minute. It's very appropriate for the 20th <laughs> member report. I, I don't want people. It's like people are like, we're learning, we're I'm learning. Oh my them. god, this is what they are? Oh god. That's exactly what's going on. Hey, Greg, I'm wrestling Why? with your dog right now. Greg, I'm wrestling with your dog. Yeah, yeah are you keeping that. her from peeing? Are you watching him suffer? <laughs> her. <laughs> but she's, she's definitely, it's her, and she's definitely into this. Yeah. So she's not suffering, in fact, she's very happy. Yeah. And for uh, all of you guys who have it, I don't first, know, did we reveal that I am... If you're strangely disturbed by listening to this, raise your hand. Because <laughs> I am. <laughs> really? Crap, it's an audio show. <laughs> I knew there was uh, something wrong. Uh, uh, <laughs> Alright, mail in a scan of your raised hand. But the Tafuti is cursed. <laughs> One, two, four. You know what we should employ? So I was we should walking get those, on uh, the street the other day. These no, little dials that they had on The Simpsons for the uh, the testing group where... When something that they like, they move the dial all the way into oh, the green, and yeah, when something yeah, happens totally, they don't like, they totally. move it to the red. Yep. We need feedback reports for each map report oh, for people being like, oh, we did. Yeah. He's wrestling with the dog. Alternatively to that, alternatively to that, we could just. You're lucky that we that's just, the weirdest thing I've said so that's far. That's a good point. <laughs> when Andy loses control, he's liable to just it's be true. like, so then there was the time that I. And then he just goes into some plane that you've never heard of before. That's true. Andy can lose it on occasion. So we could either put in that feedback for all our listeners. Or we could get an email from someone who's not Kevin Grinberg. One or the other. <laughs> no, we yeah, do you realize some, that some every escalation feedback, of our feedback. Well, no, I mean we did get feedback from Greg's mom. Let's be fair. That's true. My mom, true, my mother did right? send us feedback. And the truth is, lest it's any Greg's of the rest mom, of you think, and what a, yeah, no, it's true. My mom sent us feedback. I could probably get my mom to write a letter. I mean, too, you know, my help. mother sent us unsolicited feedback. <laughs> my mom this is what I think. This show is the best, guys. No, this is what I think. We've gotten to I the. I especially p- love the part with Andy. Yeah, she. What she actually said and was, you need to get a new mic, counselor. <laughs> no, the truth is, we. All the truth is, we've gotten <laughs> unsolicited messages just from friends and relatives. So what we need now is unsolicited messages because we know that people who are not friends of ours listen. I mean, we know that we have a listenership that's growing. We just need the people to email us occasionally because we don't have any friends. I, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Not anymore. After this I show, mean, <laughs> like oh my god! Them all off of their ego. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean our ego, Kimosabi? Yeah. That's all up to you, big guy. You and Russ can have your own egos to yourselves. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Our ego slash straight man boringness. One or the other. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> slash watching people suffer. Well, one of the three. You know, if I wasn't one the one the doing this recording, I would have been player left at this point. Player left. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's man. too straight to even do a leave. player left gag. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sad. <sighs> See, really, we're just prodding you, Greg, hard enough and hard enough and hard enough so that eventually you will have to come out with outrageous stuff, and it'll be great for the show. That's what I'm hoping for. Are you saying that right well, now? You remember I don't. Back in the day when I was like, I don't come out with outrageous stuff. When Greg goes ballistic, it's the funniest thing in the world. You just have to go to him long enough for it to happen, and then he go, gets <laughs> there mad. There you and go. It's hilarious. No, if you ever get me really upset, my tendency yeah, just let's is hear it straight, man. If I ever, if if you, if you ever get me really upset, my tendency is just to get really sulky and then just like leave. So it's not really that fun. It's not. But, but what if we're like one of those machines with a crane where you have to pick out plush animals and it's not working for you, and you've spent six dollars <laughs> trying to win a little stuffed elephant? That's true. Clear. Dang. Then I we get the funny. Oh, that's true. Then I then that's I have a tendency mine. to rationalize and just be like, God damn it! Almost had the stupid. Why don't you pick up the freaking animal that I want? Something like that. That's normally how it happens. Except that you know yeah. it has that to be in the, the right context. Yeah. He he says he, may, he has that voice, but he doesn't uh doesn't sound actually like he's joking. Like there he sounded you know kind of funny, but when he's serious about it, he really is like, God damn it! Why won't you do what I want? <laughs> it's really it's really funny. I, it's it's one of the best reactions that, that, that any of my friends have. I'm like the Hulk. 
So sometimes I try to get like him just to see if he'll have that reaction. That's, I'll be honest, that's why I told him I was wrestling with his dog. But, um, it didn't. Because you thought I was going to get just, angry? He's acting not upset. <laughs> because I'm, yeah. I'm going to be like, kick open and, the door. Okay, so then we'll be... You leave my dog alone. <laughs> no one wrestles my dog. So, since we're into self-revelation today, Greg is very protective of his dog, worried about his dog becoming feral, in fact. So he knew that she was kind of snapping at my toe right was now. Was that Latin? Feral? Feral? Wild. Wild. Uh, Isn't it feral? Yeah. That's it, Latin. Not, Don't is die. that a strange word? Is that I a strange word? I know word? every word yeah. or else everyone wouldn't love me. Anyhow. And feral is Latin. <laughs> Sorry. So I was trying to goad Greg by, by telling him about how his dog is chewing at my toe right now. And it's not working though. Yeah, the problem is that Andy and Jeff both right. get Lilo really, really upset and riled up, you know. So I am, I'm probably the overprotective parent. See, here we go. Yeah, that, that's normally what happens. But I feel like you know, if she's chewing at your toe, but I couldn't maybe get, get him the going point. during the podcast. No, well, because you know, mm-hmm. I, my job is to try to sort of you know keep us on track, you know, and and try to keep us uh, keep the ship you know headed in the right direction. That's kind of my that's my job, and you know, my captain as a oh, human captain, backboard, you know. I mean, I love how, you know, in January, Story referred to me as the point guard, and I like that. Now I've been reduced to boring backboard of the MEP report, which is really, I think, a downgrade. Hey, you you use the word backboard yourself. I just said you were the straight man, you know? But that's terrible. Who remembers straight man? Who remembers straight man? You're kind of like the equipment manager, Greg. Oh, yeah, I know, right. I'm I'm the gaffer. You're kind of like the equipment manager. I'm the key grip. I'm the when key we're grip. Thirsty, yeah. you squirt the Gatorade. No, I totally am. I'm the key grip. Totally. Yeah, it's an important role. Yeah. The key. Here's the thing. I feel like I make the occasional joke, which people laugh at, which makes me more than a straight man. Like the straight man's the guy who never ever gets anything done except that he makes the funny guy seem Greg, funnier. You're not really the straight man. I'm like man. the. I'm Greg, like the middle guy. You know who I am? Time to validate. You're. I'm the middle. You're a straight man with benefits. You know. <laughs> You know who I am? I'm the middle guy of the relay team. That's what I am. I'm the middle guy of the relay team. Like, I don't start out, I don't give the team a kick, and I don't finish off strong. I'm just the guy who holds it together in the middle. <laughs> Nobody remembers the middle guy. That's the key. We think you do a great job. And since you're doing such a great job, I'm going to remind us that we've already been about an hour on the map. No, we haven't yet. About four minutes short. Oh, my God. And I would have known that if you trusted me. That's, see, that's what happened. See? This is, there's this no is one, why we need you, Greg. There's no one steering the ship. It's only been like 50 minutes, and then look at what's happening. I don't have clocks here. Wow. I just have big charts of people in the world who have not yet learned to love me. And they don't tell me what time it is. Uh, you bastards. I'm Larry Flynn, you bastards. Somebody stop me. Oh, all of a sudden, we got the Truman Capote version of Larry Flint there. That was pretty cool. Shimbity step me. Well, since we're close enough, I guess, to uh, the hour length... Uh, I suppose we can wrap it up for tonight. Uh, if any of you liked what you heard tonight... Stick around where the fantasy baseball postgame... Oh, yeah, that's going to be oh. tremendous. Oh. If, you guys, oh if you guys have not been repulsed by what you've heard tonight about the MEP reporters, and if you believe any of it, please email us at uh, GregorRusserStory or Andy at MEPReport.com, and uh, you know all the deal and all the drill, and please We're let everybody know about us. Please vote on Podcast Alley. Please do all those cool things, and please check us out next week when we'll be back to our normal pretending to not be the things that we revealed to you that we are today selves so so yeah
We've also set up a brand oh, new email account, which is show. Russ. <laughs> the new email is uh, Russ. You're a repulsive shite at metreport.com, <laughs> So feel free to use that one. That's if right. You haven't That's right. Found the other one. That's right. And you know what? This is appropriate because next week I'm going to be coming to you from Austria at the Evil and Human Wickedness Conference. That's where I'm going to be next week. Wow. Are you serious? Next week. Yeah. That is appropriate as hell. Next week. So I figure I'll be able to pick up some wickedness and evil, and then I'll be more than your straight backboard. I'll be something much better. I was going to say, you'll be able to use the evidence you learned. That's right. From uh, from listening to us talk about ourselves. Lord of evil. (laughs) You'll be like, hey, Greg, how you doing? I'll be like, I find your lack of faith disturbing. I'm not afraid of your pitiful your little ways. Exactly like that. Have not found the location of the great map report promotion, Lord Wilson. Nor has it found clairvoyance into the. <laughs> Good. You're in charge now, Admiral Clayton. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, everyone. Have a good week. We'll catch you guys next week. We take ourselves a little seriously. Or, or not seriously enough. Say goodbye, everybody. I goodbye, think everybody. we destroyed the MEP report. Did we blow it up? No, it's not. You blew it up, you bastard. You blew it all up. You blew it all up. You destroyed the MEP report. And to all my listeners, it would mean a lot to me if you could just hold it for about another, <laughs> another 10 minutes. Just listen, listen on repeat until the next day. You do that for me. For crazy. For crazy. You want to do it. Place to place, and if that's the case, then my life.